Hey, this is Steven, and I just wanted to leave a quick update. Because of Charlie and I's schedules during December, it's very difficult for us to record right now, so we're not going to be able to make any episodes up until January. So to hold you over until then, we're going to release this pair of pre-shows that we recorded before our most recent two episodes. We originally recorded the pre-shows to go up on the Patreon, but since we've put that on hold for a while, we've just been recording them to save for later. So since we figured that we didn't have anything else to put up, we just put out some of these. So see you next January. You totally said vor. Yeah, that's, that was the joke. <laughs> yeah, son of a you, fucking bitch. In the middle of counting down, you started laughing and started over so you could say vor. And I love, I was like, why did he start over? And then he said vor, and I was like, oh, okay, I got it. Welcome, welcome to the pre-show. <laughs> son of each and every bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say whoever edits this like edits out edits out the bit before we say welcome to the pre-show, right? Well, I, well, yeah, but like you don't, I don't know, you don't need to. That's fair. <laughs> like we didn't even do that for the real episode last time. <laughs> the, oh, have you listened to the cold open yet, Isaiah? Uh, no. Okay, you need to listen to at least that before. Is it is it know. just Charlie saying I'm gay? It's yes. a little more than that. Okay. <laughs> it's a little bit more than that, but yeah. <laughs> That's the that's the bit, as it were. All right. Um. So today we have a a little. It's it's more of like a high concept pre-show. <laughs> <laughs> the idea is, what would you do if like an individual that was not previously in your life, but like they're slightly younger than you, they approach you and they demand to be your protege? Uh, like, what do you teach them when they say "teach me your ways"? What are the ways that you teach them? It's like an anime. So, uh, you know, I was trying to avoid saying it, but sure, yeah, it's like an anime. I love Rakugo. I mean, every everything is an anime, or everything is like an anime because there are <laughs> because real life reflects because anime, anime did everything. <laughs> there, there's an anime about everything. It's like the the non porn version of Rule Thirty Four. <laughs> if it exists, there's an anime about it. <laughs> Awful. It's rule. It's looter. No, no, that's not. I, I, I will not accept that joke. That's not. <laughs> it could only be better if the if it was like thirty five, so that the V could be a B. <laughs> uh, I think rule thirty five is the, like. It's the anime one. It's no, 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 no. I think Rule Thirty Five is like if there isn't porn of it, there is now. Also, to be clear, the bit is that I'm making fun of people who poorly tra- translate Japanese into English. Okay. Because if if it were making fun of the Japanese accent, then it would be rur, which is different. I I understand. But lure is how like the four kids dub would translate like oh, the God. name Rule. <laughs> <laughs> like they did with fucking Zolo, because apparently they think that the English version of the name Zoro is Zolo, even though that character is not is not a Japanese name. Like Zoro is clearly like named after the the character Zoro. Yeah. yeah, that's why I liked Zolo, because then it wasn't, like, the same person. 
Like I know I that's think... a very arbitrary thing, but I just also just because I grew up with it, I'm like Zolo. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, Zolo's a great name. It doesn't sound fucking stupid and childish. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, in hindsight, yeah, but I'm okay. They sound equally cool and or stupid and childish, in my opinion. No, no, Zoro has a much sharper tone to it, which sounds significantly more edgy, which is, you know, he's got three fucking swords. Is so there... I would hope that his name has some bite to it. Is there a One Piece parody of of the song Solo, but it's, but it's Zolo? God, I hope not. I'm fucking um, Zolo. So, <laughs> I <sighs> okay. So who's going first? <laughs> I'm gonna teach them the ways of the radio. Okay. In podcasting, because that's nice. the only thing I think I'm good at, besides being a really nice person. <laughs> I mean, that's not something you just you ask someone to learn. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how to teach like, like the way of like one's like inner emotional processes that's not what being a nice person is about being a nice person is about like you know just being there i was gonna say art but like i can't teach people art i can barely teach myself art there's there's this this thing i've heard uh more and more recently which is uh being nice is passive being kind is active uh, and that saying is uh, specifically a criticism of being nice. No, being nice is good for people you don't know. That's fair. You let someone, like, release whatever they've got trapped inside. And yeah. And you listen to it. And then when you've got enough of those inside trappings, you you form your understanding of that individual. And then you proceed to help them be happy. You transition from being nice to being kind. And Yeah, from being people to being friends i gotcha so you can take that one to the bank (laughs) (laughs) pro tip if you just listen to what everyone has to say people will think you're very cool that's true i'm pretty bad at that i don't think you're too bad i mean so you don't pay a lot of attention but i think that's only (laughs) in situations where you are like already easily distracted and that seems to happen most often with people you know well enough that it doesn't matter anyway so what i will say happens other places in situations where what we're saying doesn't really matter that much you tend to not listen and we think it's very funny yeah i'm Um, glad you think it's funny and not that i'm a jerk it's (laughs) It's <laughs> sometimes it's frustrating, but it's frustrating in a way that's very funny. At least if, in a way, it's like I, I was just saying, and like you just you just say, uh, "I'm trying to." I whenever I want to say use an example, I feel like I'm going to say something really controversial. So I'm just saying, <laughs> like if you say the sky is blue, I'm just like, "Sorry, what color do you say the sky is?" And you guys are just like, you guys <laughs> like burst into laughing, and, and Steven's like, "Charlie." Well, okay, no, 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 no. It's because it's because no. What'll happen is you'll be you'll ask the question. Sorry, what color did you say the sky is? And we'll be talking about something that is not the color of the sky. It's just that color and sky will be the last few words in the sentence that you'll like zone into and be like, oh, that's what they're talking about. It's like if you were playing Zelda and like two of the words are green, but in your case, the green words don't matter at all. <laughs> It's like the green words were like night and like quick. And you're like, they're speeding up the day-night cycle. What? It's like they just needed you to go to the water temple. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't even. But like when when we're talking about like important stuff, like you're always there. 
You know, yeah, like you are you, always if, like paying attention and listening. And if you miss anything, you're like quick to let us know that you misunderstood something. It's not like yeah. this thirty minute affair or anything. <laughs> Uh, so I would, I would, I would teach them my ways of making pizza from scratch. <laughs> you would be like the first step to mastering humanity is making a good pizza. <laughs> like all I don't have, I don't have like the most. Okay, all of the valuable skills that I have, other people have like more. Like, there's a certain degree of, like, imposter syndrome of, like, oh, well, these things you can do, but somebody else can do them better, so they should probably teach them and not you. But here's the thing. Making pizza, I'm I'm the master of this specific kind of pizza that is is pretty good. So I've got a question for you. Yeah. Do you think that your kindergarten teacher was a master of English basic science child rearing and like all of these things simultaneously well or do you think that they're just willing to teach children my kindergarten teacher didn't get paid very much that doesn't matter that has nothing to do with the question that i asked <laughs> their salary is completely separate from the thing i asked you that's fair look i can teach somebody to make the pizza that i make that's not the problem i'm saying you were like I'm not skilled enough to teach someone something, but from my perspective, the teacher should not be the person who is skilled. The students should be. Well, so, and I, I think, like, you have to be very comfortable with your level of skill. Like, so with, with pizza, the reason I'm, I'm like, talking about pizza is because as good as I can make pizza is about, like, I've about peaked that specific skill. There is no, like, higher threshold I think there's there's no like higher level of play for pizza making specifically. You mean um, like without modifying the recipe? Yeah, uh, and and obviously you can do that, uh, and and maybe someday I will. Um, <laughs> but what I'm getting at is that like your ability to teach, yeah, is significantly more important than anything that you will ever be teaching. And I think that a good teacher, given the proper resources, could teach anything. Yeah, but I think I think there's a component of like all the things that I'm good at in the process of teaching them, I will like learn more stuff which which is like a pleasant experience, but also like that stuff knowing in advance would certainly have benefited my ability to teach it. You know? I don't I don't necessarily think that's true because if you're learning new things, then you have better access to knowing those things are actually important and somewhat hidden than someone who is supposedly already a master. Because, if, like, let's say you're trying to learn how to skateboard, you don't want to be taught by Tony Hawk how to skateboard. He's been doing that shit for, like, longer than most of us have been alive. <laughs> so, like, he's not in the mindset of a learner. He's, he's not going to have as strong a sympathy for someone who is completely new to the sport. Counterpoint, he's very cool. So Do I you think get Tony, Tony Hawk, Hawk will teach you if you pretend to not know who he is? <laughs> Are you asking if like Tony Hawk likes Sundetes? <laughs> no, I just talking about how like people just don't know who he is. He does he he doesn't introduce himself really, so I think he like Hello, I think I, he's Mr. Hawk. <laughs> he's like, yeah, my name is Anthony Hawk. My name is Anthony Hawk. <laughs> <laughs> I I would love to be taught how to skate by Anthony Hawk. <laughs> oh my god 
<laughs> is that even his real name? Uh, yes, like, it, it is. It wouldn't be strange if it was, but it also like could very easily be like a hawk. Pseudonym. Definitely sounds like a like a name you would give yourself as a skater. I if you give yourself a name as a skater, you are a poser and not a skater. I mean, yeah, I was just thinking like stage name, but for skaters. Yeah, Anthony Frank Hawk, nicknamed Birdman. <laughs> Man, he's like a hawk. We should start calling him Tony Hawk. I thought his name was Michael Keaton. <laughs> no, his name is Harvey. Ah, yes, of course. There you go. It's a Birdman joke for all the... Oh, that's good. That's good. Uh, Stephen, what would you teach? I would like to impart the ways... Of I I would just like to teach people to hate cars more. <laughs> you just really... you just like you just show them the movie Cars. It's no, you <laughs> no. show them the movie Cars too. <laughs> I mean, both can do but, the job. But yeah, I would just like to impart my pseudo like caveman vibes. I'll I be don't like it's okay to have like a computer and electricity, but just like keep it to yourself. Don't <laughs> ruin everyone else's day with your nonsense. That's that's not really teaching so much as it is convincing. No, that's not true. Convincing is just like okay, sorry. Teaching is just convincing someone about facts. And facts are just something that everyone is convinced about. Okay. Well, I'm convinced. Of the thing about the thing I just said? Yeah. Okay, that's the easiest that conversation has ever gone, including <laughs> including times I've had it with you. <laughs> Whenever I'm like, I say facts are like subjective. They're just like, they're like harder to dispute. You're like, I don't know about that, man. So listen, <laughs> facts. <clears throat> sorry, don't care about your feelings. <laughs> so, so there is there is an objective truth. In this universe, there are things that are objectively true and things that are objectively false. But you can't prove that without assumptions. Yeah, and and that's the thing is that, like, technically speaking, it is not knowable. Like, well, yeah, we can't and, and we can't actually like verify things are true because it's not that they're true. It's that it's like easy to assume certain things are true and still, then move forward with that logic. It still has to go through a filter of our own minds. And, like, you know, there's that theory that uh, all of existence is a hallucination of your own, like, stupid brain. Um, if which only. I, I, don't, I, don't like, <laughs> I don't like that theory because it makes me sad. It's it makes scary. Me sad. Yeah. <laughs> scary. I don't like it because it's scary. I mean, it's, it's just an unpleasant theory is the bit, right? Is okay. It really? it, but doesn't that make it, like, way easier to not worry about shit? So, listen. Uh, I, and I've, I've had this conversation before. Uh, like not this exact conversation, but like, uh, of the things to be like of all of the whack theories about existence to be true, uh, which are all like generally speaking considered unpleasant. The one I'd prefer is that reality is a simulation rather than the reality is a construction of my own brain. Yeah. But that's like a movie plot. Yeah. They're all movie plots. I mean, they like are all movie plots. That's like theories. cliche is the thing. Listen, there was that one TV show that ended, and at, in the series finale, it turned out the whole show was just like in the imagination of a child, right? Yeah, four cap and Mikey or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I like both these cartoons. That's the one. <laughs> um, But I... like that versus like, 
I don't know. It's all in a computer. I I'd rather it be a computer. Why would you rather be a computer because, than like a the collection the thing, of your right? own like infinite dream? So okay, from my perspective, right? Uh, if I myself am a part of a simulation, like me as an entity, is are simulated. Uh, I can still, from my perspective, perceive and think and feel, right? Which means that everybody else in the simulation can also perceive and think and feel in the simulation itself. Which means we are all at least a little bit real. Whereas... uh, How do you know they're not just really well programmed? Well, here's... Okay... If everybody's a simulation, I am also really well programmed, right? No, so like, that's not how that works. No, that's you're the playable character. No, hold on, hold yeah, on. No, the assumption listen. here, the assumption here is that your sentience, or not your sentience, but your awareness is separate from the entity, because otherwise you wouldn't be processing anything. So I'm, I'm talking about a world in which I am, I am a part of the simulation and not an outside entity placed into it. Right. Well, yeah, but the assumption made by philosophers is that because they can process things and they have to like. They, they play a role in that. They are more than just a program. Yeah. But, like... like So, to, like, to think about things this way, like, you would logically need to be more than a program. Isaiah, which pill will you take? <laughs> uh, I'm going to take the green pill. <laughs> that, that one, one, just, that one just kills you. <laughs> that, one, that one's a laxative. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it feels sometimes, Shirley. <laughs> no but what, okay so what i'm saying is not that like you're god and your brain is just like creating yeah. a constant dream it's just that like you shouldn't be you shouldn't be so comfortable believing facts <laughs> yeah no i understand your point is not that like reality is an illusion the point is just that you should have more skepticism than you have you should have skepticism in literally everything because yeah. all of the information you've ever received in your life that was not literally something that you've perceived with your six senses, and yes, I, I meant six, is, is like fed to you by someone else who had to perceive it. You know? And like frequently it's fed to you through like the filters of like thousands of human beings over the course of time. So like... You know, you got to be a little sus when people tell you things about Abraham Lincoln because you never fucking met him. It's true. I've never met Abraham Lincoln. And, like, you know, you can trust public records, but, like, you know, what are the odds that something got fucked up in processing? Because we all know bureaucracy is perfect, right? Okay. So, in a world in which I'm a simulation, right? Oh, my God. Am I sentient? Yes or no? I mean, like, if you're asking yourself these questions, then chances are yes, because those kinds of things matter to you. No, you broke your programming. They're out to hunt you down now. So, but if I'm, okay, if I'm the same program as everybody else in the simulation, then it, like, it is reasonably conclusive that everybody else is sentient, too. Yeah? That's not true at all. Not in the world you're pitching. Because, like, your brain is easily capable of, like, when you dream, you can create entities that function independent of your conscious mind. Yeah, it's a co-routine. Because there are people... It, what? Uh, I, uh, it's a co-routine. Okay, anyway. <laughs> like, so, like, those people function separately from you. So, if you're assuming that, like, 
you exist in a simulation that's beyond your mental capacity, then obviously whoever made the simulation or whatever, you know, whatever sentience created that, like, has capability beyond your brain, and your brain can already create, like, hundreds of different people that function independently from you. So how could their computer not be even better? And you don't even know, like, more than a thousand people personally. But do keep in mind, when I dream, all the people I create are real dumb. That's not the case for me, so... And, and, like, sometimes I'll be like, I'm having a dream, I'm reading a book, but I cannot read shit. Well, yeah, because that thing isn't important in the moment. It's like, when I, when I dream, it's like I'm living with my glasses off. But what I'm getting at is that, like, you... The, the idea that a thing that was capable of creating, like, an entire system that could, like, keep you placated... Is clearly beyond your mental capacity. Okay. So obviously they could make a bunch of people that function like in a way that convinces you they're real. So so and I, I guess a question I have about that is that if simulated people can exist at a level of complexity that they're indistinguishable from sentience, are they not just sentient? No, because that's the the thing is that like having a perception of the world around you is important. And like processing that you know like in in oneself is separate like you don't you go through like a set of processes that like you're you're perceiving things and that shit is getting stored you know yeah and like you like you have a thought process you like there 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 is like an aspect of you that is actualizing these things that you're coming up with you know, and, like, you are you and not someone else. So, obviously, that makes you different from that person in more than just the way that you are physically a different object. Yeah. Because otherwise, like, you would be... You would be just as much you as anyone else if the if oneself didn't matter. Let's, let's, so pivot, like, let's pivot to the other theory in which the entire universe is a construct of my own... Uh, so deluded brain, right? That's not. That's also not like what I actually meant. <laughs> <laughs> but but let's 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 pivot to that, and because here's here's why I think that's worse than the simulation one, right? Uh, because uh-huh. in the simulated world, I am being lied to, right? But well, I can no, still. That's not true. I can still rationalize, uh, like an interpretation of this universe in which things are real. Right. So what you're saying right now is that if my imaginary friend wasn't made by me, they're better than if my imaginary friend was made by me. Okay, if your imaginary like a... friend and everybody you've ever met and the universe itself was made by someone else, that is better than if you made them. And because here's why. Because if I, like, if it's all my own construction, and first of all, we can confirm I do not have conscious control over this or else things would be very different well sure but you don't have conscious control over your dreams either and they seem just as real in that moment you need to create artificial stress and generally not pleasant as well my dreams exactly life isn't pleasant so you know yeah so far dreams are real life (laughs) continue (laughs) um i i would make the argument that i am not self-aware in that in that interpretation of the universe because I but you, don't understand my own existence. Yeah, but you clearly have perspective. 
I I have some perspective, but it's way limited relative to the re- to the reality. Well, that doesn't matter. That still means that you have perspective, which is the thing that makes you you and not just a meat sack. But the universe is an extension of me, and I have no understanding of that whatsoever. But why is that? It's any like worse a it's like a like single a robot, cell organism like being aware of the damage on its cell membrane. That's kind of self awareness, but very very limited. Well, being able to respond to that stimulus and being aware of it are separate things. Like you, like there's there's this assumption that because <laughs> you have perspective, like you have a a view, like there is more going on than just literally your body reacting to like bumping atoms. Yeah, and that's like the one of the primary bases of philosophy, is like that there is something more to being than just responding. Yeah, of course. And, like, you could, I mean, you could take the perspective that, like, if a computer becomes complex enough, it just has that quote-unquote sentience. Or you could take the perspective that there's a spiritual component that is more important than the physical world. But either way, like, if you assume that the entire world is a construction of your own mind, I don't see how that's any different than if, like, a computer did it, because your mind is the computer doing it. Okay, now, okay, I, now I have a, I have a hypothetical scenario and a question for you. Uh, so, so somebody builds a computer, uh, and that computer has a bunch of different pieces of software that interact with each other in complex ways. Uh, one of the pieces of software becomes sentient and self-aware, or maybe you built it that way. Uh, either way it is, right? Uh, So do you mean that it is able to like process stimulus on like a higher capacity or do you mean that like it literally has a perspective like a human being? It has a perspective similar to the human being. Uh, however, it it interfaces indirectly with all the other pieces of software, and they themselves, like, are not, they're not a part of that self-awareness, but they are an integral part of its existence. Yeah, in the way that your arm cannot think on its own. Yeah. Um, and... Actually, actually, I, I, I so the the arm metaphor kind of kind of ruins whatever my question was going to be. But now I'm kind of into it, and I'm kind of on your side, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so the universe is, is an extension of my body and not of my mind in this metaphor. Yeah, exactly. Like your brain is doing things that your mind is not handling. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Much like in your dreams. Your brain does things that your mind is not handling. Like, you're processing your dream from sometimes the first, sometimes the third-person perspective, but you still have a perspective. Yeah. You're not able to consciously modify all the parts. It's like it's like uh, the, the, the universe is a layer underneath the unconscious mind, and it's only yeah. the conscious mind that is really self-aware. Yeah. You're getting to look at, like, this this mechanism that your brain created of its own accord. Okay. Which is what a dream is. Charlie, what do you think? Would you rather live in a in a simulated reality or in a reality of your your deranged mind's own creation? I'm not sure. I could probably take both, I guess. <laughs> also, the thing I want to put forward is not that I said <laughs> that your brain constructed the world around you. It's that your brain constructs your world, which is oh, yeah. a world that other people inhabit, but they... So, like... We are all sharing the quote-unquote same world, but we're not, like, inhabiting in it order, the same way. Like, you, the, the world as you understand it is the world as you interpret it. 
And so yeah. whatever errors there are in interpretation uh, reflect how, like, the the way you think the world exists. Yeah, and the world can only ever be as real to you as you perceive it. It's like a, it, it, it's like a blindsight, right? Uh, the the phenomenon which you can look at something and just literally not see it at all. Uh, you yeah. perceive a world in which that thing doesn't exist, despite the reality of that thing clearly existing, and then and then you accidentally drive into it. Whoops. <laughs> Well, yeah, but like, and then suddenly you exist in a world where that thing does exist, and sure, uh, have a couple bills to pay. But who's to say that like that thing really did exist there? Like, you can't confirm it, and if no yeah. one else was there to see it, then did it really exist? And as far as we know, it didn't until you hit it, because there's no way to prove that it did, other than like leftover evidence. But that's not how time works, you know. If a tree falls in the woods and the only one around to hear it forgets about it afterwards. Did it make a sound? Well, did they ever know about it in the first place? Like, did they forget or was there never a memory there? Cause it doesn't, the difference that there is none for that person. Yeah. And then if no one else was available, then the, the question is unanswerable, right? Cause there's no evidence if other than the physical evidence, but like, you can set up a situation where something physically appeared to have happened and it clearly didn't. If, That's what magic is, right? If someone steals something from you that you forgot you had, did they steal it? Well, they know that that happened. Well, yeah. So. Uh, Charlie, what would you teach someone? I, <laughs> he already said the radio. radio oh, yeah. <laughs> Probably. I don't know. All right. I respect that answer. Teach him about classic rock or something. <laughs> Make Steven roll around in his proverbial grave. Just Charlie, teach me about classic Joel. rock. Uh, why are you doing this to me? Okay, well, you don't have to, to do a, it Listen now. to a classic rock station. That's <laughs> terrible advice. Yeah, we're going to... All right, here's five <laughs> CDs that I recommend. Listen to a classic rock station and Imagine Dragons comes on. Oh, my God. You're thinking of that stupid meme, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, or uh, Justin Like, specifically Bieber. Thunder by Imagine Dragons? Oh yeah, that's the one. <laughs> no, I'll give so, you. I'll what give are you your five, five CDs. albums? All right, I'll give you "Rumors" by Fleetwood Mac. I'll give you "Dark Side of the Moon" by Pink Floyd. I'll give you "Led Zeppelin 4. Now, yeah, Led I do Zeppelin Four say, by Led Zeppelin. When you say "Give me CDs," you should understand I have okay. no CD player. Not yeah, even. I your, mean, we live in not, the. Uh, uh, <laughs> okay, do you have a Spotify account? I don't. You don't need one to listen to Spotify, by the way. My music is on Spotify, but I do not. Actually, yes, you do. I tried to listen to my own music on Spotify, and they were like, sign up. What? Yeah. What are you talking All right, about? All right, Isaiah, I'll give you a CD player. <laughs> you, could just, you can just like link me like a YouTube playlist. That, that kind of makes me want to gag, honestly. Why? <laughs> oh, Spotify is fine, but YouTube makes you want to gag. Well, like YouTube, I would recommend YouTube Music, but that's like more of a premium thing. Like, no, I, Char Charlie, you can go and make a playlist of the songs that you want. Fine, to I'll make to. you a playlist of the CDs <laughs> I would recommend, but then it just kind of <laughs> defeats the purpose. I'm angry. I'll give you f God. I <laughs> you okay? So you gave him four CDs. Give him just one more CD. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. I think it was Toys four. in the Attic by Aerosmith. Or yeah, that, that'll work. 
I could give him a did Billy Joel a, CD, you, make you angry. I'm gonna, I'm gonna learn Stones about classic the, rock. Oh God, there's Rolling Stones. The Beatles, like I, uh, Rolling Stones. Uh. Are the Beatles? Do the Beatles count as classic rock, or are they somehow even more important? Mm, they're classic rock, whether you like it or not. <laughs> uh, Beatles, I'd probably give you Sgt. Pepper's or Abbey Road. For Rolling Stones, I guess Sticky Fingers or Let It Bleed. Let It Bleed's got like a country song on it. It's a good country <laughs> song because they made a rock version, and I kind of like prefer the country version anyway. But interesting, that's beside the point. Country is just like rock if you didn't try hard enough. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. So congratulations, anyone who's listened to this, you are now a pupil of Charlie's. Yeah. <laughs> also, you probably thought way too hard about whether or not you're real, and if we caused any anxiety, I apologize. Oh man, is it like? I feel like that's the sort of thing that might have like well, a, content a content warning, warning? at the beginning. Uh, yeah. <laughs> to clarify. <laughs> What I meant by the things that I said was that you need to be careful when it comes to thinking something is a fact and then using that as a way to convince someone of something. Yeah. Because you cannot rely on facts. So I think that something that works a lot more, like, effectively to convince someone something is feelings. Like, just by, like, conveying, you know, positivity and, like, trying to be proactive in, like generating as much positivity as possible is actually more effective than trying to convince someone that like factually it's better to like do this thing politically or like make this effort in your life you know did you know that if you just uh wash your toilet once a week then uh people will like you more i don't really see what that has to do with what i said (laughs) I not, not that it necessarily needs to have anything to do with what I said. However. I was I was trying to come up with some joke about like a fact like influencing your behavior, but like you just accept it as true and not really think critically about it, and it it didn't it didn't really work out. <laughs> what I'm saying is be nice to people and talk about things that you believe are factually true, but understand that they may not believe you and that their beliefs are as valid as yours because if they weren't then you are a fascist you should you should wash your toilet more though <laughs> shut the fuck cleaning the toilet <laughs> take it from me cleaning the toilet is like not even the worst part about cleaning a bathroom oh i agree unless completely. you have really nasty shits <laughs> <laughs> i'm just saying no i'm i'm with you it's, it's good to lay it out there <laughs> Like, hey man. All right, let's let's end the pre-show. Okay, hold it. One last, just like if you want something, you can slap on a T-shirt or like tweet. It's just facts are feelings. They are the same. Facts are feelings. Hashtag facts are feelings. Hashtag. And then if somebody asks you to explain that, just say no and walk away. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to get people on your side. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. My feelings don't care about your feelings. Let's wake up from this dream and record a Sonic podcast. <laughs> what? Uh, welcome to the preach. You, if you call it, I. It's like a bit to call it that. So if yeah, you do it every time, I'm not. It's, I don't. It's just, it's just called the preach now. 
No, but you say it like you're saying something saucy. Steven, you're just preaching to the choir. <laughs> oh my god, you say it like it's like it's like punchy. Hey you know? everybody, welcome to the preach. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I think it's just the way I think the word itself sounds too punchy. I've I've I don't officially think can... <laughs> Listen. I'm not operating on any brain cells today. This just is the preach up. and I'm your host, Stephen Green, joining me today. Are you Terra or Ventus? <laughs> what? Charlie, you can't add in a new prompt five seconds before. No, I'm asking Isaiah since he doesn't have a brain cell. Um, well, hold on. Is this is this a bit about oh, how... Oh, my God. This was a bit earlier. <laughs> yes, it's a bit how Terra, Aqua, and Ventus share one brain cell, but Aqua's the one that actually holds it. <laughs> I'm She's definitely Ventus. What? Okay. Is it because you're short? Is that the only reason? Jesus. <laughs> Anyway, I'm sorry for that tangent. No, it's because I'm blonde. That's you're not blonde. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but our listeners don't know that. Also, I don't think Ventus isn't like blonde. He's like dirty blonde. If I visualize best. you as blonde, you'd be a Super Saiyan. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> super Saiyan. Okay. All right. Here's new prompt. What would the three of us look like blonde? Oh my god. <laughs> Terrible. For me, the answer is Super Saiyan. No, it's not. There's no <laughs> Super Saiyan that looks anything like your haircut. That's fair. Well, you know what? Maybe I'm just not powerful enough yet. That's the, that's not how it works. Yeah, like that's that's the point. You fucking dingle. I mean, I mean, maybe Isaiah could be Trunks. What? <laughs> that's ridiculous. I just think I'm roughly Trunks' height. What? <laughs> Tell me what Trunks' height is right now. I... <laughs> I'm glad I've completely derailed this before it started. <laughs> So Tell me what's our, your what's guess. No, today? what is your guess for Trunks height? <laughs> Fuck I'm you. Gonna say, I'm gonna say four foot nine. <laughs> Are you talking about kid or future? Uh, future. Okay, because kid is four four two. Oh. Let me see. Uh, if they have his adult height. I'm sure he's probably over five feet. Actually, I don't know. It doesn't look like they have a separate page for. Oh, okay. Here we go. Future Trunks. Uh, his height is five seven. Okay. So I was off by a large amount. Yeah, like nearly half a foot. Yeah. So, All right. I guess uh, get fucked. <laughs> All right, so what's today's prompt? Also, oh, he's 132 pounds. That seems a little light for someone that can, like, fucking blow up planets. <laughs> he's he's just dense. <laughs> de that's not what... No, he's the opposite of dense. <laughs> oh, my God. Um. So today's prompt, it's a double prompt. We've got a two-headed prompt today. Yeah. The first part is what are some McDonald's slash Burger King toys that you remember from your youth? And the, the reason that we have two prompts today is because Isaiah apparently never ate food until he was like 14. Yeah. <laughs> this is a true story. I never went to McDonald's as a kid. Now, Charlie and I, we had McDonald's several times in our yesteryears. So do you want to kick us off? Uh, Sure. Uh, when I was a kid, you know, you know how like sometimes they would always have like the boy toys and the girl toys. Yeah. And I'd almost always get the boy toys, except when they had Hello Kitty. I didn't know what Hello Kitty was, but I thought it was cute, so I always asked for that, and I'd be very shy about asking for the girl toy. <laughs> I remember I had like a little keychain one where she had a tennis racket, and one where she had like a stickers, which I don't know where like they either came out of her head or they came out of her butt. If they came out of her ass, that's wild. <laughs> uh, Did they have, like, Hello Kitty toys that were the other Sanrio characters? 
Uh, yes. I remember I didn't get this one like at McDonald's, but I remember one time at the pool that I went to, there was just like, it was like a dog. Is it Pon Pon Pooty? Is that the name or are you just like referencing something completely different? I think Pon Pon Pooty. Oh, Pom Pom Pudin is his name. Uh, can you post an image of, of them? Yeah, he's a beret dog. He is, he's like yellow with like a brown beret. Oh. This is no. It had it was like mostly white, had like maybe a tuft of hair and had black ears, like kinda like Snoopy. Oh. I okay. can bar- I can barely remember it. But I remember just finding the pool and I kept it. It was like a little plush head keychain. Nice. Uh it's always fun when you go to McDonald's and they give you the wrong toy. Like I remember <laughs> I went to McDonald's with my friend. He got like the girl toy, which was like a Bratz Bengal thing. Oh, that's like the worst possible thing you can get. Oh, and yeah. Then, and then I got like a baby phone. <laughs> like I that's, got the baby toy. That's pretty good. <laughs> McDonald's doing boy, girl, and baby toys. That's. Wild. I also remember getting that one toy that like trans that there was a Happy Meal that transformed into like a dino. Yeah, yeah. Mm. That's a pretty th- good bit. I think one of my favorites though was like, like back when Bionicle first started, you would just get like a little Lego set. Oh yeah, that's tight. That's like you get the little disc throwers. Yeah, and like it's actually got pieces and shit, so you can like take it and apply it to a real Lego set if you want to. Yeah, it was a little difficult just because of how the engineering was back then, but it was super cool, and you could combine them all into like a big thing. But like after a while, they just stopped. Like when they did later Bionicle toys, it was just figures modeled after them. They weren't even Legos, so that kind of sucked. Yeah, it's like when you get a transformer that doesn't transform. Yeah, I remember getting a few of the Armada Transformers, and they were, like, really shitty transforming, but, like, it was still kind of cool. Yeah, but nowadays they've got ones that are literally just, like, action figures of Transformers that don't transform. Lame. Or even, like, you can get movie ones that are in their vehicle mode, and they don't transform, and it just has a picture of the Transformer on, like, the underside of the car. <laughs> oh, yeah, God. Like, what the hell is the point of this? <laughs> I remember the Hot Wheels ones were always kind of cool. Like, they were never, like, the high-quality metal cars, but they were still, like, neat enough that you could put them on your track or whatever. And Yeah, they would fit in with the rest of the big boys. Sometimes they come with a little stunt piece. Like, I think they did this specifically for, like, the Hot Wheels movie. I remember that I line vaguely. That was a that there was a movie. It was, like, a CG one, right? Like, really not good CG. I guess. I, don't, I, I just know that at one point there was a Hot Wheels movie, and that sounds like it would be absolutely terrible. Okay. Yeah. Uh, do you want to hear you... some of uh, Pom Pom Poutine's hobbies? Hold on. Is it eat- one of them are eating there... a baguette? Are there <laughs> characters in Hot Wheels? No. No, they're just cars, but like there was a movie and they were like doing a race because what else would you do in Hot Wheels? It's but just like... like Fast and the Furious, but with no context, I think. Okay. <laughs> Can we do like a Fast and the Furious edit and just call it the Hot Wheels movie? <laughs> <laughs> it's literally just racing for two hours with no plot that would be better (laughs) probably than most of the fast and the furious films (laughs) all right but seriously let me hit you with with, uh, actually i'll just read the whole personality thing because it's pretty short so (laughs) pom-pom's dream is to is uh being even bigger his hobbies are collecting and hiding shoes hanging out with friends and pooting aerobics his skills are napping, and his likes are milk, pudding, and soft stuff. So that's that's a little snapshot of this guy for you. What a guy. 
Where, so like, where would you learn this deep lore? On the wiki, I guess. No, but like before, before there was a wiki to aggregate this information, where would you acquire it? I would guess that it would just be on the back of like product for this guy. Be like, fun fact, he's six foot four and he has a blood type of like O positive. <laughs> that so, they would do that in Japan. Yeah, I was gonna say Japan <laughs> loves telling you people's blood blood types. Also, is pom pom purin a, a munchable? <laughs> munchable. He wants to eat and get bigger. Have you? Have I played Munchables? No. Okay, so listen. Yeah? No, but he looks a little bit like it. <laughs> if they he's had like really weird Munchable, outlines. But he's kind of close. Like he's the right shape. His silhouette is right. But like it's his design is not nearly busy enough. Uh, Maybe this might be enough. Here's him dressed up as a detective. <laughs> <laughs> I love the spotlight on him. <laughs> Do you want to see him hanging out with his <laughs> friends Muffin, Bagel, and Scone? Yes, for sure. <laughs> Sorry, listeners. It's okay, I can make this the art for the... I was really hoping... Pancake Cat. In the first in the first picture we we saw of him, he was just kind of standing there with a hat on, and he had one ear up, like he was listening very carefully. <laughs> I think he's actually second... just stuck that way. <laughs> yeah, and in the second picture, the same ear was up, but his pose suggested it was out of excitement, yeah. or like, like oh. the physics of jumping up. And the so char- I was ahead. fully prepared to accept that his ear was just stuck like that in all pictures. <laughs> and then the third picture has that ear down, and I'm like... Wow. Yeah, but maybe it's being weighed down by the love of his friends. So the character <laughs> I was thinking of is a rat, probably a rabbit. Now that I think about it. Oh, okay. Also, it's like really cool seeing like it's like seeing a bunch of uh, Sanrio characters, and then there's just like a, there's Retsuko, and I'm just like, wait a minute, that one's a little too real. Well, they like I know it's a Sanrio character, but it's just like <laughs> from from a base perspective, it's very like it's like jarring, I guess. Well, they're designed pretty similarly. All of their faces are just oh well. <laughs> uh oh, here's a picture of a bunch of Sanrio characters. If, if here's Pachako. Oh, nice. Oh yeah, that does look like Snoopy. Here's like five of them. There's Karopi and some other guys in there. And is Karopi the frog? Yeah, Karo means ribbit in Japanese. For the... I like how Hello Kitty is cute but completely expressionless that's what's cute she can't she cannot express emotion yet she must scream (laughs) (laughs) but like out of happiness or something presumably oh it's the egg dude i remember in middle school there was like a girl in my class who had like an edgy hello kitty backpack like like one of those sassy like like the most the most uh, unlicensed i got this at hot topic (laughs) <laughs> Actually, we used to have like a Hello Kitty store at our mall, like for a brief period of time. Yeah, like Hello Kitty, but like it's edgy somehow, and I don't even remember exactly how because it's not like they changed the design of Hello Kitty's face. There's well, not really they probably just to dressed her up goth. Yeah, apparently, Poutine played uh, the role of the accidental main villain in the webcomic Hello Cthulhu, though he retains his good nature. <laughs> Crazy Hello Cthulhu. Hey, yeah. Steven, tell me about your favorite McDonald's and or Burger King and or other restaurant toy. I just remember the, like, Pokemon that spun, like, they had, like, a little base, oh. and you, like, 
ripped them against the ground and then like plonked them down and they would spin around a lot. I like those because I was too stupid to act to realize how the hell they worked. <laughs> I remember I had like I remember having like two. One of them was um, what's the name of the dog from the Grinch? Uh, uh Snuckledorf. No, it's um, it's not Spot, is it? Clum Clumbo. Uh. Tip top. Ha ha. Uh, slapdog. Dog. Prometheus. Max. <laughs> Max, Max is the name. That's it. It's Max. I had a I had a top of that, and I think I also had a top like the 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 short guy from Mulan. Oh yeah, that guy. Oh, the Ping. <laughs> no, that's. Mulan. I think I feel like Ping is the thin one. No, that's Mulan. <laughs> yeah, Ping. No, Ping there's is... like there's the three bumbling idiots. There's the short no, one, Charlie, the fat I, one, and the skinny one. Charlie, I know, but I was telling you that Ping is Mulan. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh, that that's that's her that's her undercover name. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> a girl worth fighting for. Um I remember like having two Pokemon like old Gen 1 Pokemon toys but from Burger King, but I never actually bought them. I yeah. got one I got like an EV keychain from a friend where the nose was like way too high up to where a nose should be. Yeah. And I remember I I went with my mom to this like I think she had some like nursing conference and then she had to babysit me so she just took me along with and then they gave me like a free toy and one of them was like a, a little Meowth plush that I think was from Burger King. Nice. I remember I getting the e- Venonat that was like a, a rip and slip or whatever you want to call them. <laughs> I still have the Eevee but the Meowth is long gone. Meowth, that's right. Maybe he moved on to a better place. I just could like totally... The one the show. He went have... to L.A. I could totally have more Pokemon merch in my life, I think. I've Dude, got a I skull. love Pokemon plushes. I, I like Pokemon merch kind of of all kinds, but the thing is what I don't like doing is buying it. You don't need to buy it. What if I bought you one for Christmas, Isaiah? Yeah, you just need to ask people to buy it. You should you should do that. What do you want? Uh, So, okay, so like... I the, told you guys. This about is not. The, um, I don't. Okay, go ahead. If you've got a story, <laughs> no, no, but no, no, no. We don't have to do this right Chris, now. Christmas list is not the optimal pre-show. <laughs> I don't think. Also, I posted a picture of Pom Pom Putin wearing uh, pants that have his face on them. That's or not <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> the idea of wearing a pair of pants with your face on it. This is really getting me. Actually, so. I want to pose another one in case this one will apply to Isaiah, but knowing my luck, it won't. Yeah. Uh, do you have any uh, cereal toys that you remember? Uh, no, because ah. that's... So here's the thing. In addition to not ever going to McDonald's as a kid... I Your was... parents just wanted you to eat well. Yeah. My parents were like, no, you're not going to eat garbage. So they didn't get me any sugary cereal either. <laughs> So, wait, no wait you had light hold it you had life cereal which is pretty fucking sugary yeah but it's not it's not sugary in a way that parents can immediately understand it like lucky charms with marshmallows in it <laughs> I like guess. it's not it's not count chocula are you, are you right? implying you that your parents get... like don't pay enough attention <laughs> i'm not saying they don't pay attention okay listen parenting is a very exhausting job so some things slip through the cracks, and I think that's fine. They were like, let's get the cereal that looks the most boring and call it a day. <laughs> Charlie, it's... what were you saying? <laughs> well, I was going to ask about, like, getting a, 
a 3D looking puzzle piece from a bag of Cheetos, but that's probably also too unhealthy for him as a kid. Yeah, I I didn't I, eat Cheetos either as a kid. <laughs> there, I, I remember like there was a Cheetos promotion going on when uh, Attack of the Clones was coming out. And they came with like little puzzle pieces of like characters from the movie, and if you shone it in a light, it would look like a 3D image. So Whoa. I, but they're like I solid plastic. I gained a bunch of weight when I went off to college, uh, because what I was finally do? in control of my own diet. Yeah. And I was not good at making dietary choices. <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So yeah, apologies that my my life was boring. I didn't have any children's toys that I received via restaurant like merchandise or whatever. Yeah, They're not merchandise. Uh, I guess brand deals is the appropriate. Yeah, I I never I never got any tie-in products really as a kid. Yeah, you never got V bucks from a can of Mountain Dew. No, <laughs> never. Got Isaiah V-Bucks. doesn't like caffeine, dude. That's, I'm sure he doesn't true. like Fortnite either. <laughs> no, Isaiah loves Fortnite. I couldn't get him to stop. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Listen, I'm a, a four-time Fortnite champion. <laughs> Shut the hell up! No, in but the, like really in the Fortnite tournaments, which there was is a just time, called playing Fortnite. Oh my god! There was a time when like Fortnite had first started like getting big and it, it went free to play. <laughs> that I got uh, Isaiah to play with like Summer and I. Wait, you and... had to pay for it before? Yeah. Uh, Okay. It, it was so, only it was only the battle royale that was free to play. Yeah. Oh, what's the rest of it? Uh, it's <laughs> it doesn't exist Fortnite. anymore. <laughs> so so there's a game called Fortnite, and then Fortnite Battle Royale is the one that actually got popular, and that was the free one. And Battle Royale was just a game mode to tide people over, while Fortnite was still like adding content to it. But it turned yeah. out actually nobody liked Fortnite, but everybody loved Fortnite Battle Royale. Honestly, Fortnite looked pretty cool to me. It was like a like a third-person shooter tower defense game that was co-op. So that sounds really neat. Yeah. And then it was PUBG, but faster. <laughs> but and the faster is the key component of that. No, it's, it's way better, but it's still just like a bad game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but so... like we, we played Fortnite together and like Isaiah was really into it. <laughs> no, here's I, it wasn't that I was into it. It's that I wanted to literally do well enough so that we didn't die within the first five minutes. But we so played it for like, like three I hours. Played it. We played it for like three hours. <laughs> Did we play it for three hours? Because yes. I feel like I didn't play it at all. No, we played it for three hours, and you're like, I don't, I don't think I get it. And I was like, I don't think you're gonna get it. Let's stop. And you're like, yeah. I don't know, man. <laughs> that was that was the last time I played it too. But yeah, it was basically. once for three hours, and I was like, <laughs> I don't get it. People just kill me, and then I queue and then again, I, and then I am dead. <laughs> Uh, so the other prompt that we had today was, what is your favorite conspiracy theory? Yeah. So Isaiah, since, Okay. Yeah, go Have ahead. either of you, I actually, <laughs> I just remembered a second one, but I, I won't get into it. I mean, um, this, this can be your part of the show if you want, so just say whatever, and then when okay. you run out, we'll cover you. Have either of you heard of the Breatharians? But, uh, Can you I spell there? <laughs> so it's uh, breathe, but minus the e at the end. So it's it's just breath, yeah. and then a r i a n s, breatharians. Yeah, not like Aryan. Yeah, I okay. almost said, have you guys heard of breatharianism? But I decided to maybe cut out a few unnecessary syllables. Okay, and like, I don't think so. 
At least not by that name. So here's the thing. It's not a cult. <laughs> That's what they told me about Christianity, too. <laughs> but it's very similar to a cult in the way that it operates and the way that people uh, believe in when, it. When you say it's not a cult, do you just mean that it's not malicious? I Well, so it's it, it definitely, in my view, it teeters the line between uh, cult and community run by con men. And I know the community <laughs> run by Kamei is basically thing. what a cult is. Those are the same thing. We, okay, so there is not a single community leader in the Breatharianism cult or uh, community or whatever. That actually <laughs> it's not a cult. Immediately calls it a cult. Because if they believed what they were saying, they would not be the community leaders of that community. Well, you do know that a cult does not necessitate the top players knowing that it's like that's that's fair but the other thing is that it's it's not really organized okay i we've been i've been talking around it for a while i'm gonna explain it okay uh-huh uh so this is a group of people that believe that you don't need to eat to live well that's true photosynthesis <laughs> you can get all of your nutrients through beverages oh no no no, no. that's the other thing they don't think you need to drink either Okay, so the term you're looking for is consume. Yeah, consume. they don't they don't think you need to eat or drink food, beverages, water, anything. <laughs> uh, they believe you can breathe in nutrients, um, and those nutrients are called prana. Uh, they are they are the universe's nutrients. Uh, there's also something about God's light. Like, it's not photosynthesis. It's like a spiritual version of light that they're taking in. But if they talk about light, they're talking about, like, a religious version of, of light and not real light. But also they're it talking is about real light because they need sunlight. They're talking about light Yagami from Death Note. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. And so so this is a this is a conspiracy because... Uh, everybody who believes it goes, yeah, so this is a revolutionary way to live life that nobody has uncovered until now. Uh, and whenever whenever people try to uncover it, they get silenced, right? Uh, yeah. So there was this woman in the, in the 70s who was uh, – actually, no, I think it was the 80s or 90s, this area, where this, this woman um, became sort of this popular figure in the community – uh, and she ended up on 60 Minutes, 60 Minutes Australia, I should say. And they were like, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, so... that's bullshit then. <laughs> they were like, okay, so obviously what you're doing, what you're saying is bullshit. Because she, she claimed that she went like 14 years without eating or drinking anything, right? Yeah. Um, and they're like, that's obviously not true because you're still alive. Um, well, how do you know? What if, they, what if they're right? <laughs> so but here's the thing. They were like, let's do, let's do a seven-week thing where we'll film you all the time. Uh, except obviously when you're in the bathroom, uh, yeah. to make sure that you're not eating or drinking anything. And then we'll, we'll do that on 60 minutes. And I got to around day four or five when the doctors monitoring her were like, Hey, so you should stop this because otherwise you will be culpable for her death. <laughs> uh, because she so, was showing signs of starvation. Unsurprisingly. So, the so what you're telling me is the doctor silenced them. Yeah, the doctor silenced them. And so she was like, she, of course, was like, I see this as a win because they had to interrupt their experiment. They were afraid of what would happen if... Uh, and she's if, damn right. 
so it's <laughs> as far as I can tell, it was the sixties or seventies that this movement got started. Yeah. And it was by somebody who is one hundred percent a con man. <laughs> and all of the other leaders following have also been con men. Uh and and you can tell because you pay to attend their seminars about how you don't have to eat. And food is provided at the seminars specifically because, and they state this explicitly on, on the website that was open at the time, uh, they don't want to have to call the hospital. So they were like, we will be providing food, but also simultaneously we encourage you not to eat. Okay, so to, to clarify, yeah, this checks all of the cult boxes. <laughs> Fun fact. This is not, I would not describe this as a conspiracy theory. Okay. Because, <laughs> like, so far, the only conspiracy theory <laughs> trapping that it has is the concept of being silenced. Yeah. But, like, that's not really... Like, a religion is different than a conspiracy theory. That's, you know what? That's fair. But, like, <laughs> the thing about this is that this is a religion that just literally is incompatible with reality. Because that's... I mean, like... You could argue that for most religions. But this one, you literally starve to death. You do know that, like, a component of Buddhism is, like, asceticism, right? Uh, what does that word mean? <laughs> uh, abstaining from, like, eating and doing okay. a lot of other things. Uh, yeah. Correct me if I, if you need to, Steven. No, that's, that's, I mean, like, it's obviously more complicated than that. But, like, it's, it's the concept of self-discipline and, like get like getting away from indulgence and like in some cases like the the people who are considered to have like ascended eventually get to the point where they don't even eat because they don't need to so because this, they've like gotten rid of like all the the worldly needs of their body so so how you've described it to me until that last sentence where you said don't even eat <laughs> um, uh -huh. uh, actually has has a lot in common with a friend of mine who was recently talking about them doing intermittent fasting where, like, it helps them practice their discipline, they feel healthier, etc. Um, like, but the thing is, is that you do eventually eat again, because if you don't, you die. Mm -hmm. But the breatharians are like, and if you don't, like, after a while, you'll vomit black sludge, but that's just toxins leaving your body. Oh, God. And then yeah. you'll be fine. And then somebody who did that... Uh, continued starving themselves and then died yeah <laughs> it's a it's a it's a rough time you don't say i mean i don't know like listen if, if they're listen, happy they're happy right <laughs> I, I, also this is a statue of, of uh the buddha oh jesus yeah so that's what i'm getting at when i say that's the realest buddha i've ever seen <laughs> so that's yeah it is in fact a part of religions that are not cults Unless oh, you define all religions as cold. But, you know. Anywho. Uh, I... Like, that. that's obviously not chill. And yeah. if you're paying to do that, like, that's the fucked up part. Yeah. God, I need to get this uh, out of also, my face. So the other thing is, uh, every single community leader in this, uh, in this cult... I'll just call it a cult. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> has been excommunicated when they were found grocery shopping. What? Like all of them like the the founder of the movement was like a picture of him was taken outside of a 7-Eleven with like like bags of food, like bags of junk food in his hands. Uh-huh. Uh there was another leader that was caught like just at a restaurant eating food. And so like 
it's really funny to me that they can be like, okay, you're no longer credible because we caught you eating. <laughs> I think the real conspiracy is that these guys have gotten away with claiming to not eat for like 15 years while secretly eating. That's not exactly what a conspiracy theory is, <laughs> but I'm glad that you're you're like you're like seeking further further avenues of discussion. If you want if you want me to pivot to my second thing, which is a conspiracy, I can do that. I'm curious if it actually is. It is. It's a, okay, it's a ahead, real conspiracy. I don't say the word real. Okay, 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 okay. Because that means to me I'm really excited because there's some crazy fucking thing that you believe, and then you're just going to be like, well, obviously this is ridiculous right. and a cold, but... Steven and Charlie, have yeah. you heard of the bigger Luke theory? The bigger Luke theory? Okay, so in the original Star Wars trilogy... Oh, my God. You haven't okay. even watched those, have you? <laughs> I have, yeah. Isaiah's like watched all of the Star ago. Wars films. He's said this many times. Yeah. Okay, I just he just doesn't like them. So... <laughs> there is a difference, yeah. I, Charlie, please don't say that. I don't want to get hate mobbed. I don't um, care. The people <laughs> listening to this are paying to listen to it. So, so uh, in the original Star Wars trilogy, there are some scenes where Luke is a little bit taller than in other scenes. Oh and God. so fans have theorized that this is an entirely separate character named Bigger Luke. That, that's... And... Okay, and? so I do like that you're taking the word theory <laughs> to mean <laughs> something different than conspiracy theory, but this is still not quite what a conspiracy theory is. And, but here's the thing. So Bigger Luke, uh, Luke and Bigger Luke are both measured by uh, Luke's height relative to Han's height. Yeah. Uh, and so there are tons of scenes throughout the, throughout the trilogy where... Instead of Luke being present, there's bigger Luke because he's, instead of shorter than Han, he's shorter than Han by a smaller amount. <laughs> All right, so how does this impact the narrative? So, uh, and it's been a while since I looked into the details, but essentially bigger Luke and Luke are responsible for two like different categories of actions within the plot. Uh, which well, yeah, I would assume like they are two one, separate characters. Like one is actually... Like Anakin's dad, and the other one is like Darth Vader. You couldn't you couldn't interpret them as different like different aspects manifestations of, of Luke a, of a complex emotional individual. You when mean is... it's more like multiple personality disorder rather than two separate entities? <laughs> no, they're they're two separate entities for sure. Is, are because you telling you me that tell bigger Luke is Luke's nobody? It's like it's like Doctor oh Jekyll God. and Mister Hyde, but Mister Hyde is just Doctor Jekyll but slightly taller. You're telling me that bigger Luke is Luke's nobody. <laughs> it's just Luke's. Luke's. <laughs> it's oh my God! It would be Clux, so, dude. Here's the thing: combing through the trilogy, there's a there's a term for this. Combing through the trilogy, trying to find instances of bigger Luke is known as luking. Don't. <laughs> What are they looking for, though? <laughs> They're looking for bigger Luke. Oh, my God. So there's something narratively significant about bigger Luke. That's for sure. Awful. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I want to clarify yet again. This is not exactly what a conspiracy theory is. So I also want to say this This was my thing. Instead of experiencing, like, McDonald's toys, I, <laughs> I, I live this life. <laughs> The life of not knowing exactly what a conspiracy theory is, but still having, like, access to avenues of interesting thought. 
Yeah. Mom, can we have McDonald's? No, here's a essay about the JFK assassination. <laughs> <laughs> can I have uh can I have a McDonald's toy? We have toys at home. The toys at home, the Star Wars trilogy, but uh... <laughs> But Luke is bigger in some scenes. <laughs> He's he's a couple inches taller. How do you like is it just the camera angle? Like what are we doing here? Here's the thing. If it was just the camera angle, he wouldn't be that much taller. So there has to be something deeper at play oh, here. Oh, people use camera angles to make actors look taller than they're supposed to be all the time. Oh yeah. No, I know that's that's true for Tom Cruise a lot, I think. Specifically. <laughs> you think. I, I think, so comma specifically. <laughs> I did see I did see a behind the scenes bit from the Lord of the Rings uh like scene one of the scenes from Lord of the Rings because um the hobbit character is very is very tiny right The hobbit character the there's hobbit character. more than one hobbit in that film You know the hobbit character Also the hobbit is Bilbo not in Baggins? the Lord of No but that character is not in the Lord of the Rings yeah, I mean, oh, he is, oh, but he's not oh, the protagonist. Oh, Frodo yeah, Frodo's the protagonist. I'm t- no, I'm talking about Bilbo, the the old one. The old one. The old oh yeah, he is old in that, isn't he? The old one and Gandalf, right? Those two. Those <laughs> oh two at God. a table, right? And Gandalf's a big boy, right? We know that. Big boy. Um, and so they're sitting at a table, <sighs> and the the table is constructed to be forced perspective, right? To to accentuate the size difference between the two of them, because in real life that size difference is not as like big, right? Um, and so there's a bit where the camera pans. And so that forced perspective illusion would be broken if they hadn't also built the table to pan at like a parallaxed rate with the with the camera to maintain that perspective. Yeah. Which is which is just cool shit, I think. Sure, that's yeah. And so basically the gist is something like that had to have happened, it had to have been intentional to have put bigger Luke in the film as a separate character from Luke because it a... couldn't have organically happened. It had to have been that sort of situation. Is there so a there's bigger Bilbo? The filmmakers are telling. <laughs> Charlie, Charlie's like, I've got a. Uh, I, I, and I say, it's like, this is important. I've got momentum here. There's something the filmmakers care. are telling us by including Bigger Luke as a separate character from Luke. Okay, now my next question for you is do these instances of luking have, have any meaningful impact on the world outside of the fiction? Um, only insofar uh, as you uh, subscribe to the idea that the media we watch influences our worldview, which is certainly true. Okay, but it's not, it doesn't, like, it's, it's not that there's, like, a message about, like, a, a world order that you should be aware of. In... Yeah, there's there's not like there's not like a like subliminal messages or anything like that. No. Okay, then this is not indeed not a conspiracy theory. This is much more akin to an episode of game theory, or in this case, film theory. <laughs> okay, Charlie, I have a question. Do <laughs> you believe in bigger Luke? No. That's not... see, that's a conspiracy theory. No, is it's it, not. Wait, is it a stunt it, double? No, it's it's the same. It's Mark Hamill, but he's taller. <laughs> So it's does about... that imply the existence of a bigger Mark Hamill? <laughs> <laughs> See, that's that's the real conspiracy theory. Is there pretty... a bigger Mark Hamill? Do you ever have a scene with bigger Luke in it where you see their feet? Uh, no. Then it could just be platform shit. And then it tur- and then it turns into a uh, a, a cutscene from Fire Emblem Awakening. He's got hooves instead of feet. Here's a thought. Here's a thought. Okay, you ready for this? Bigger Luke. 
Luke is a satyr? <laughs> Luke and bigger Luke are played by separate actors. And <laughs> That's what Charlie said, and you said no. No, 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 no. I've changed my mind. I'm now on board, and I'm taking it a step further. You need to say that before you start. <laughs> I'm yes-anding Charlie's thing. That's fine, but for future First reference. rule of improv. For future reference, you can't no but and then immediately pivot to pretending that you had said yes and without explaining that there was okay, a thing that changed. So I'm yes anding, right? Okay. Uh, Luke and Bigger Luke played by different actors. Yeah, Mark Hamill and then, Park Mammal. Then Park Mammal <laughs> killed Mark Hamill and took his place for the sequels. Why would they let him do that? They listen, they don't know. The the only How way are you to tell not the, the only way to tell, hear me out, the only way to tell if you're dealing with Luke or Bigger Luke, or Mark Hamill and uh, Hark Mammal in, in this case, is, <laughs> Didn't to you call compare, Park is to compare their height with Han Solo or Harrison Ford in this case. And Harrison Ford dies in the sequel before we ever see Luke. So we can't ever make that comparison. It's the perfect crime. But... First, like, has anyone proposed this but you? Uh, no. Well, you need to post that, first of all, because that is actually a conspiracy <laughs> Oh, good. I was theory. almost going to Google this and see if it was a thing, but I see Isaiah <laughs> is just, like, his own, his own, in his own little world. I'm, I'm, I'm a rogue agent. <laughs> I'm a rogue one agent. Because that They're does... coming to get you. <laughs> if someone murdered someone else, like, in order to obtain power, that is much more akin to a, a conspiracy theory. I'm being silenced by the big Luke industry. The big Luke! <laughs> big Luke. The big, also big the Luke. Bit, so you know how you know how in the sequels, uh, Luke's arm is, like, a robot arm because it was chopped off in the original trilogy and it just doesn't it's, have the skin on it anymore? It's just his hand. Yeah, that's that's just that's just uh, uh, Hark Mammal's actual hand because he's a robot. Also, <laughs> so they had to put on a lot of makeup. What about what about Hayden Christensen's robot arm? Um, that's that's uh, special effects, big... Charlie. You shouldn't believe everything you see in the cinema. Is there a big Anakin? No, there's it's there's technically there are two Anakins, but that's because there are literally two actors over the course of those three films. Well, that's not... Hold it. Are you telling me that anything that happens in the like with the actors directly impacts the canon of Star Wars in this there case? Could, there could be a big Anakin, but without, uh, without a Han Solo to compare against, it's impossible to tell. <laughs> Han Solo is like the... What is it? Isn't there like a, a piece of metal that is like a gram that's used to like as the oh, method yeah. of measurement? I, I think that's iron, but I could be wrong. Well, I just mean that, like, there is, like, one specific one of those things, and you have to, like, scale things to that to make oh, sure yeah. that, like, they're actually this many grams. Is that, <laughs> yeah, like, cause, what? Because when you're luking, you specifically compare Luke's height to Han Solo. Um, and so if Han Solo's not in the shot, it's impossible to tell which Luke you're dealing with. I, okay. <laughs> Can we do this for, like, Sonic? <laughs> what do you mean? There's, like, Sonic... With this many quills, there's Sonic with mittens for hands. There's yeah. Sonic, but he's not wearing his traditional shoes. These Soap are all Sonic. different. Yeah, these are all different Sonics. These are different Sonics. You can tell because he's wearing different shoes. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So anyway, that's the bigger Luke theory. Okay, I've got one one last question for you, Isaiah. Yeah. Do you can you think of like 
any conspiracy theories that are actually conspiracy <laughs> theories. Um, there are a lot of people who believe the moon is fake. Sure, that's that's a conspiracy theory. Yeah. But do you know anything about that? Because I do if, if you don't. I know that, well, I've heard, I have very limited direct interaction with this conspiracy theory. Guys, it's been 40 minutes. It yeah, has. I know. I but just I, wanted Isaiah to say one thing about an actual conspiracy I theory. I do know that the hologram moon theory is extremely anti-Semitic. Like they believe it's a they believe it's a Jewish conspiracy. Oh, many many things. Did you know that ancient Egyptian aliens is is anti-Semitic? <laughs> Jesus. This is also white supremacist. Oh man. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I think, at the risk of making an extremely political statement, <laughs> do it. There is there is a link between being capable of believing outlandish horseshit and <laughs> what believing that there is like a a race of people who are more evil than other races of people and also that like somehow your race the one that like propagates the bullshit is the correct race <laughs> yeah it's it, it's a rough time it is unfortunate that... Anyway, long story short, don't forget to eat. You can't just breathe and it's fine. You gotta eat sometimes. Breathing is good, though. Don't forget breathing to do is, that. Don't stop breathing for sure. Don't stop breathing. Breathing, <laughs> <laughs> breathing oh but with four E's. <laughs> and, hey, keep looking. <laughs> don't stop looking. We're going to uncover the conspiracy keep, keep, behind keep, Hark Mammal. Keep big looking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Should we end this Godforsaken pre-show? Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm 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 just going to hit stop.